Sisters, let your spirit rise. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Black Catholic Podcast. This is Marcus Jones, your host. I have a very exciting topic I'd like to share with you today, and that topic is the permanent diaconate. You may you may be saying or wondering, oh, why that, Marcus? You know, you could be t- talking about something else really exciting, like the Jewish roots of Mary, or the Jewish roots of Jesus, or you could talk about the things that are happening in the world today, like the Eucharistic revival. Or even, how can we inspire brothers and sisters that have fallen away uh, from the faith? How can we help them, pray for them, and help them uh, return to the faith? I could, no doubt. But we have a significant and monumental um, event that's coming up this month. It is the ordination of permanent deacons into the Diocese of San Bernardino. And it's happening Saturday, August 26, 2023. Now, before I tell you, you know, why this is so special, why this is so monumental, let me give you a little background and some history on what is a deacon and, a, and the ordination process and the permanent deacon. You know, this can be traced back all the way back to in the old in the New Testament, all the way to Acts of the Apostles. In fact, uh, in the tradition it begins. The order of deacons is traced back all the way to the Acts of the Apostles in Acts chapter six verses 1 through 6. Let me say that again. Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. Grab your Bibles. Check it out. And the the very early church history, the deacons were having, they, you know, they held a very special place in the community because they helped the poor. They helped widows. They helped feed the hungry. But they were also, you know, the right-hand man of the bishop. So they held a very prestigious position. It was so special that with you know that these the position that these men held was that because their their whole ministry was supposed to be modeled after the life of Christ, especially the deacons, since they were servants, they were to follow the service of Christ. 
And so the example for them is St. Stephen. And St. Stephen was the first deacon, unfortunately. St. Stephen was the first martyr also. Uh, St. Stephen was stoned to death because he was a bold proclaimer of the word, of the gospel. And you want to find about St. Stephen, crack your Bibles, and you can go to Acts chapter 6, verse 8 to 15. I'll say that again. Acts chapter 6, verse 8 to 15. And find out the history of St. Stephen, who were the early deacons, and how were they selected. Once again, the deacon was the right-hand man, the eyes and the ears of the bishop. But the deacons sold a, you know, they, they served a variety of, of positions and settings within the community. The deacons served in hospitals. They served in prisons. But today, their major focus is working in the parish. They're all parish-based. No matter what happens historically and today, Deacons are always tied to the bishop. They are always servant and remain service to the bishop. The major point I'd like to share with you and the major takeaway is a permanent deacon is part of our church history. It goes back to the early church. It is witnessed by our early church fathers. It's acknowledged and documented in scripture. And it's a very important ministry. It is so important that St. Ignatius of Antioch, he said in around the year 100 AD, St. Ignatius said, it would be impossible to have the church without the bishop, the priests, and the deacons. Let me say that again. St. Ignatius of Antioch, and that was in the year 100 AD after the death of Christ. And he talked about that it would be impossible for the church to be without bishops, priests, and also deacons. I keep talking about deacons. Why are you saying that, Marcus? Well, because you know, it's so important that they continue the ministry of Jesus Christ. So let's talk about modern times. In 1972, Pope Paul VI followed the direction of Vatican II, and he allowed a person to become a cleric through the sacramental ordination as a deacon. This was the change in the pattern of how this was done over a thousand years. So, so Pope Paul VI made the change. In fact, what Pope Paul did was in 1967, he implemented the decree to the council and published in one of his apostolic letters to reestablish the permanent diaconate as a level of holy orders. So the church is returning to its roots, and the diaconate is part of that. It goes back from the New Testament to the early church fathers through today. So it's very it's scriptural and part of our tradition. So the role that they play today is filled with sacramental grace, communion with the bishop and with the priests of the local parish, and they serve the liturgy of the word and charity for the people of God. So what do they do? What are their duties? Well, they administer baptism. They're, they, they're, custod they're custodians and dispensers of the Eucharist. They assist and they bless marriages in the name of the church. Um, they bring the last rites to the dying. They read the sacred scriptures to the faithful. 
They instruct people on the, in the faith. They preside over the worship and prayer services. They administer sacramentals. And they officiate at a funeral or a burial service. So you're probably saying, all right, Marcus, I got it. Why? Why? Tell us why. Well, it's so important because we have an African-American man in our diocese who will be ordained as a permanent deacon. And his name is Carl Jones. I did a little research. I found out that we haven't had an African-American man be ordained as a permanent deacon in our diocese since 2005, 2006. Um, you know, we have to check the records on that, but I called the diocese and they said 2005, 2006. But we can't talk about Carl unless we talk about and, and thank God for Michelle, who who is Carl's support through all of his his uh, ministry work and his his uh, his formation training. Uh, Carl's retired, <clears throat> so he can spend you know a lot of time with his uh, ministry work. But his areas of interest for ministries is his Lexio Divina, and that's Bible study. That's his personal Bible study. Um, he's also very interested in pastoral care for the sick. His 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 driving spirit is in his gospel music. Carl is a is a dynamic uh, leader of the gospel music and uh, catechist as well. And also um, he is very involved with uh, feed the hungry. But what inspired Carl to become a deacon? Well, the drivers and the main things that inspired him was his uh, his his gospel choir being direction, being a leader, and also being a catechist for over twenty years, and seeing how the word of God touched people in in the music, touched people in in the word of God, and how it transformed them from in the place where they were to being closer to Christ. That spirituality is what Carl loved to share and bring that gospel contemplation, the silence of, of prayer, the silent, silent prayer, the silent, the, you know, the singing of selected songs to help emphasize the word and belief and the thoughts and, and the word of Christ that touch people's hearts. That's what Carl loves to do. Carl has had his formation training through the Diocese of San Bernardino. He's had his primary formation training. He's had his advanced, uh, his, his advanced formation training as well as well as his diaconate training. Uh, the diaconate training is, is, is very long. Uh, I think it's another, it's it's three years. So he's had three years of additional formation, advanced formation, and then I think it's three to five years of diaconate training. So we have a man that's man of God, providing service uh, to us for Christ. So we should come on out and let's support Carl on August 26th. Carl will be ordained into the permanent diaconate on Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. at Holy Family Church. And that address is 9974 I Avenue. And that's in Hesperia, California. Uh, let me say it again. It's at Holy Family Church, 9974 I Avenue, Hesperia, California. 10 a.m. August 26th. God bless all of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, I have a couple of shout outs before uh, we close. I want to say thank you to Arnell. Thank you to Tony. And thank you to my sister, Hannah, uh, who have helped me um, really uh, make this podcast and get everything started. So God bless you. Thank you so much. And the next episode is coming. You got
Spirit, 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 spirit